not donate your mental well-being while serving health in your profession. Hello, everyone. Hope everybody is in good spirit. First of all, a big thank you to you guys for all the love and support you have been showing for past few seasons. So get ready to experience this once again. We all are battling our life with an unseen enemy and people helping us out are few of the supremely talented people of our society who are risking their lives for our sake and battling with their own stress mania every day. There is no deny to the fact that stress has been monstered for all of us these days. But let me tell you for sure, the level of stress our healthcare workers are facing is not comparable to common. So here with us is our so familiar expert who can actually help us get through this, Ms. Priya Sitaraman, ma'am, from Global Mental Health Association. We welcome you, ma'am. Hi, Anushka and Clement team. Uh, hello, Dr. Ajit Singh. Uh, very warm welcome to all our uh, listeners, viewers. Um, thank you so much for once again, we are here doing our episode five, I guess, of the season on stress management. Thank you again. Thank you, ma'am. I am Anushka and I'm grateful for this wonderful session. Let's get started and dip ourselves in some more valuable minutes. So ma'am, what kind of problem do the health workers face? Are they patient related or the accomplishment of profession burden? Uh, yeah, well, Anushka, I mean, to all our viewers, um, when we talk about healthcare workers or when we talk about stress, uh, the stressors, it's, I mean, as you rightly described, it's not uh, comparable to other common men, common women. Uh, what the healthcare workers and doctors and frontline workers go through. Uh, that's immense uh, uh, stress, right? So when it comes to the stressors, identifying stressors among the, amongst the healthcare workers, there's always, it's a combination of uh, both worlds. It's to do with your patient, dealing with the patient and also your work-related environment, the work stress that's also playing around, the hospital environment, the hospital administration, there are many such things. Let's find and understand what could be the possible, possible uh, things like long hours of working. And uh, they also have a heavy workload and changes within the organization that keeps uh, uh, coming and hitting them. And they also always work on tight deadlines, um, less manpower, less uh, human resources, and they keep changing the duties often. So all these things push them towards, uh, uh, you know, the day-to-day -day stress that they've been handling, apart from what they have to deal with every patient and every uh, overwhelming uh, uh, situation that they come to see and uh, experience with them. And also sometimes insufficient skills for the job, for that particular job. And um, also there's a lack of autonomy and uh, they also feel there's something called job insecurity. Many uh, nurses and the frontline workers, they, it keeps, uh, it's often uh, quoted. And uh, 
the main or the most important thing is lack of proper resources that we've also witnessed in the recent times during the pandemic, whether uh, it is pre-pandemic or uh, now the current situation. Uh, now it's the most uh, hit and the worst part because I've also um, I've also volunteered uh, during the second wave when it hit. It was badly hit during those times, volunteering to call up the hospitals and finding out the hospital bed availability and pass it on to the uh, uh, larger uh, uh, audience where we used to interact with the uh, hospital staff, sometimes even the doctors themselves, they find themselves uh, helpless uh, because there were cases like they have the beds, but there is no oxygen supply. So likewise, there have been many such examples of uh, lack of proper resources that they have to, uh, you know, that inability, uh, we are equipped, we are not equipped enough to support and help more patients uh, and lack of equipments, proper equipments and uh, uh, specialized equipments. And uh, there's also been discrimination. Uh, now, right now, the highlight is on the how much uh, people uh, salute the heroes, uh, what we call them as the frontline workers, and they have been working day in and day out. And during uh, uh, these tough times, they've been risking their lives. But there's always been, all the time, uh, you know, discrimination going on. And there's also poor relationships. These are major, major, uh, uh, you know, both at uh, uh, dealing with patients or even it's a combination, as I said, uh, these are majorly the identified stressors that we could say uh, with respect to the healthcare workers, or team members or the frontline workers. Yes, ma'am. Long hours and workload along with less manpower is a challenge for our healthcare workers and definitely we are lagging in the resources as well. Uh, now moving on, normally when health professionals at all levels treat their patients successfully, they obviously feel the joy of success and professional consistency. But sometimes when they lose a life, then what kind of mental situation do they come across and how does it affect their life at both personal and professional level? Yeah, even uh, for people like us, uh, when we hear a sad news and uh, it takes a toll on our emotional health. Uh, obviously, when a person uh, like a nurse or a trained nurse or anyone, frontline workers, healthcare workers, even doctors for that matter, when they come across as you said, it's both worlds for them. It's uh, uh, it's not their fault. It's not their, uh, uh, you can't call it as an inability or incapacity. There's so many reasons, so many factors which is contributing to a loss of um, uh, any, any person for that matter. So when you encounter, of course, uh, there is a lot of emotional exhaustion, we call it as, um, uh, for uh, for maybe uh, the nurses or even uh, the frontline workers uh, at who are actually in the first place handling them or witnessing a death of a patient whom they have been uh, 
you know, you put yourself in their uh, shoes and then visualize. I mean, there's so many struggles that uh, they have to go through in spite of, uh, you know, putting their 100% to save a life. It is very precious. And uh, there are so many uh, relatives, uh, patients that they come and uh, pinpoint and fault or discriminate or uh, use abusive foul languages against them. Uh, this is so disheartening. But uh, obviously, they come to deal with it. They see a lot of uh, people every day, uh, day and night. They come across uh, different, uh, uh, of course, different nature, different people, uh, different characters, I must say. Uh, of course, the emotional exhaustion, no matter what, you, we are all human beings. It's, uh, it's not that uh, even they are humans. Of course, we call them as uh, God, the saviors, but still they are human in the first place. Uh, humans are uh, full of emotions, both positive and negative. So it plays a very important part in our, uh, of course, you can't disregard the negative emotions and then just try to be positive. No, what they, you must uh, try to understand is any person, even you're a doctor or even uh, any kind of, uh, you know, healthcare industry that you're working, uh, so-called nurses or even uh, uh, the healthcare frontline workers. So anybody, Whatever you deal with, whatever you come across as an emotion, try to accept them and then try to label them. Otherwise, it's going to get into and convert and translate into chronic stress, which you're going to pilot with a new and then keep adding on, not venting or not able to vent because you don't have the time. You feel that you're stressed. Either we've already seen the stresses. You, you are actually pushed. There's no time even for you to grieve sometimes and then because you have at the same moment you have a, a critical uh, a patient to deal with to save a life so you you don't actually have a time to uh, grieve for that patient for that person who is just lost the life so this is how their life has been so uh, it is uh, it's I mean people outside we must try to understand what kind of uh, you know it's only sitting at home, we call ourselves like, uh, you know, we are into stress and dealing with depression and other stuff. It has been there uh, for many, many years for their whole lifetime when they get uh, dedicated themselves to this particular uh, noble profession, then it's, it's a given to them. There's no, even other ways also, they see a lot of uh, number of deaths every day. Right, due to other various uh, reasons, I mean, for uh, due to accidents or even uh, many such diseases and illnesses, not only COVID. So it's been there, they're so much prone. So what we must uh, understand as a common man, uh, uh, put themselves, put yourself in their uh, perspective and then try to empathize, try to uh, uh, understand them and not uh, try to fault with them, right? And but when when it comes to you, I mean, you don't really have that time. So you need to be, uh, I can't say you uh, use the word strong enough. I mean, there are ways, as I said, the human emotion is very integral part of our functioning. So everyday functioning even. So you, if you don't have that time, take yourself that time off, that few minutes, maybe hand it over uh, to your uh, next colleague in place or uh, do something so that you have that grieving time 
to deal with that particular because it takes a toll when you see actually you're not able to save that person uh, losing someone in front of your eyes it it plays on your mind it uh, takes up all your energy you mentally drained out you are emotionally exhausted so you should have that uh, time to grieve so that you are able to carry out and save the rest of the lives uh and catering to other uh, patients of course it's been there uh, uh, either pre uh, pre uh, uh, pandemic or the post pandemic or the current situation whatever we are in right now so let's understand that even then uh, healthcare professionals need to know how to manage their daily stress so that it does not uh, become a chronic stress and then leading to depression or anxiety there are so many other uh, psychosomatic conditions that they have to uh, encounter or deal with like your body fatigue or sleeplessness of course long hours uh, you're completely drained out less manpower of course no proper sleep for you to catch up so these are the main important things that one must identify even being a social Uh, into the uh, working environment, uh, you you must try to understand how well it is important to uh, deal with everyday stress and identifying your stressors that we were just discussed. So identify what is uh, stressing you out. So that will definitely help you to. Uh, there's no harm in consulting a psychologist or a counselor for a for a therapist for that matter. we are all humans as i said i mean we must uh, help each other like even we as therapists or psychologists we fall sick and we go and seek uh, we must coexist right so we uh, help each other we are there for each other to support each other so we seek their support in physically uh, managing our symptoms or even uh, uh, you know getting get going with our uh, health taking care of our health likewise when you find yourself getting caught in with an unstable stress or the stressors or you're not able to deal with it you slipping into depression or anxiety or sleeplessness try and seek help there's no harm we keep uh, talking about it uh, for a longer time that you must seek help and support and seek some professional help that's very very important so yeah when it comes to them it is both at uh uh de- dealing with the patient uh, like a personal level and even your professional uh your accomplishments or even the, the that's always there that burden is always there because there are a lot of uh, challenges that we've just seen that they have to encounter long working hours and uh, no proper uh, resources to uh, you know uh, take it forward and uh so many other challenges even families uh, sometimes they don't uh, support and they don't understand and they have to forego and uh, sacrifice a lot of things uh in order to serve us so we must uh, try to understand and empathize with them so it is for them it's both ways truly said ma'am that takes really a lot of efforts to stabilize yourself between the grief and keep working mm-hmm. now i would like to ask you the most anticipated question that goes like ma'am can you please recommend some of the most helpful and light situ- solutions to deal with these stresses that can save our fighters and make them lead the world 
Uh, yeah, Anushka. Like uh, as I said, uh, it's it's very important, very crucial for every individual, no matter what uh, situation you are in, or uh, you you might be a director or a CEO or what position you're holding. And first place, uh, we are all human. So human emotions, we must be able to understand and uh, try to handle your emotions in whatever uh, critical situation you are in. So it goes well uh, even for the healthcare workers and even doctors. You might be a very experienced doctor, but uh, if you're not able to deal with your stress, of course, you are at major risk of uh, getting prone to uh, many other mental illnesses uh, that includes depression or anxiety or uh, many such uh, diseases or disorders, mental health disorders. Uh, so it is all the more important uh, for any individual to learn to be identified the stressors and then go ahead in dealing with it, like how you can manage it on a very, when it starts hitting you right now, like uh, you, you don't uh, keep it aside or push it aside and then keep it going. You identify and then try to be able to manage it on a very um, um uh, like i would say i would just use the word very established uh, manner maybe uh, it, it starts within you it starts from you first you put yourself in the first place only then you can save uh, another uh, person's life isn't it so first comes is your human emotion your my emotion so what does it say we don't even understand or uh, we don't understand or try to be able to acknowledge or even recognize our emotions. That's what I said. You, you, you don't give time to even grieve at that moment. But when you push it aside, it, it gets piled up. It, it, it stays in your unconscious mind and then it keeps surfacing. Every time you deal with some critical challenges, critical situations, and it, it becomes a very challenging thing for you even uh, to be able to work on a, uh, a normal uh, scale. Uh, so that, that's where uh, the stress management comes into play. Uh, very, very easiest thing to start with, I would say, uh, organize your uh, desk or your uh, space, working space. That reduces stress uh, to a very large extent. I mean, you see your desk or the working space uh, to de decompress and then you put your mind to divert and then come out of, spend your energy. It's both physical and mental, right? So stress is always, it's not that one particular thing uh, I should be able to uh, focus on my mind. It takes a toll on your physical body, physical health. So it is to do with, you have to focus on your body, mind and soul. So now we the focus is even uh, now we are including about our spirit and soul. Uh, so that's where the emotional or the spiritual health also comes into play. So the second most important thing will be to uh, as soon as you identify your stresses, then you be you be able to understand your and label your emotions. So journaling helps a lot. Journaling is one of the uh, most effective therapeutic tool that uh, we recommend often. Um, what you feel like, what it is, uh, uh, how it is taking a toll on you, and all the positive things, all the negative emotions, what you want to clear it out. You often some, some, sometimes feel that uh, you don't have anyone to talk to. 
So journaling definitely helps in those moments that carry a journal, a beautiful diary or something, and then uh, keep writing it down, keep jotting it down, uh, whatever you feel like. It is kind of releasing your went up uh, emotions. You're, you're, you're trying to releasing, uh, it's a venting out uh, mechanism. So that, that really helps to a larger extent again. Um, and another, uh, there are very many um, stress management techniques even for healthcare workers or even the frontline workers what they must uh, try to take that uh, power nap we call as as and when possible as and when uh, you can the, those really charges you up uh, you should keep in mind that uh, uh, you know taking some time off within that 15 20 minutes also energizes you 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 never know you needed that actually to catch up uh, what you left or where you left with right and uh, other uh, mechanisms like uh, even listening to music even while at work listening to music for some time it takes your mind off and then relaxes this is also one of the beautiful uh, stress management thing and it releases, uh, you know, the cortisol and the adrenaline stress hormones. It's always a, a fight or a flight hormone uh, uh, response, right? It's the yes. how well you, uh, you react or respond to any threat. That's what is stress uh, in simple terms. So when we understand, uh, we, I need to face it. I need to uh, just not ignore or push it aside or even uh, keep it going, then you're going to deal with the chronic stress when it's not being dealt on an everyday basis, everyday life. It's going to keep bothering and keep surfacing every time. And you that's when the chronic stress comes into picture and again, uh, uh, other mental diseases, other mental uh, illnesses uh, takes a toll then takes uh, the forefront. So uh, everyday handling stress is very, very important. Taking a walk, even taking uh, some, uh, uh, I know uh, it's, you need to identify how well, just take yourself out of that particular uh, place or something. Uh, find your ways, what works for you. There are probably, I would uh, suggest, identify or note down some five to six uh, good management techniques so that sometimes this works sometimes c works sometimes d works so either it's it should be a combination so you know you know yourself better than anyone else so self-awareness self-understanding is very very crucial um, that's when uh, it, it that's when uh, the whole thing comes into uh, place that uh, falls into place and also that's the first step. That's the initial stage uh, for a person to, okay, when I don't understand about my emotions, what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling, I'm not going to be uh, able to deal with it, right? So it's crucial, very important, as I said, handling emotions or even understanding emotions, understanding yourself, self-awareness, what am I, who am I, and uh, what is it? What is it I'm doing? So journaling, with respect to you, combine journaling to identify your true self and then releasing your negative energies and resistance, fear and trauma, past baggages, everything. So try and work out some combination methods so that some of the other uh, tips 
they help you a lot and get addicted to reading a novel or something carry a book carry a, a develop that reading skills because reading really helps the research and uh, scientific studies have proven that 70% of uh, your stress reduces and it releases endorphins and uh, good happy hormones it releases so uh, get yourself engrossed in a good uh, story a good uh, fiction maybe a novel uh, anything uh, for according to your interest whatever interests you whatever your passion is so read something in between like 5 to 10 minutes read a page or two to keep yourself occupied you give something to your mind to relax like a calming music and another uh, important thing where i'm coming to is meditation and breath work if you have not been meditated if you have not heard at all if you don't know please seek some that's a beautiful uh, therapy that you would uh, want to invest and a course that you would want to learn and then invest in your free time catching up for 10 to 15 minutes and then try to meditate that really that's uh, an excellent uh, therapy in itself that's a uh, healing in itself uh, and even breath work you learn to do and focus on your breathing the breathing has its own uh, benefits i mean it is within us it is you don't have to even uh, spend on anything just with a proper uh, deep uh abdominal breathing is all that you need for 5 to 10 minutes to release your stress all your stress goes away just learn that skill and uh, uh you know try to learn some two or three relaxation techniques relaxation uh, exercises like meditation or yoga or even breathing is very very beautiful i coach people on meditation and breath work there are many many breathing techniques where even your pain even your fatigue everything can be gone within just minutes focusing on your breath <coughs> focusing on your breath work uh how you breathe how fast or slow becoming mindful of your breathing it really helps coming to be um able to be in the present situation the present moment becoming aware that's mindfulness so just forget about it whatever you are dealing with emotional exhaustion just try to accept and give yourself some time to breathe and then take on to deal with that stress by releasing your stress hormones by reducing that stress hormones and increase your happy hormones the endorphins it automatically energizes you rejuvenates you or even relaxes you uh, at that moment so that momentary thing is also very important uh, on a very uh, these are very simple uh, which does not take much of your time if i have to just say 15 to 20 minutes if you learn some of these master this art and then try to incorporate in your daily activities set up your intention for the day whenever whatever time you start your work uh, just be mindful of how your uh, day is going to be and uh, for every now and then you practice mindfulness you are in that present situation present moment nothing else nothing else matters and uh, going ahead 
to incorporate these techniques, these relaxation exercises, uh, like 15, 20 minutes, probably in a day, you split it into two or three cycles where you keep practicing often. It's not a large uh, thing, um, often uh, uh, most uh, expensive thing to ask for even, you don't have to invest, you just have to invest your <laughs> intention. Uh, you make up your mind, reprogram your mindset that it is possible and just takes your time uh, and effort because you're doing good for yourself and for others. Only then you will be able to deal with more patients maybe and even not stressing out at the end of the day, your health, your mental health matters, isn't it? And for your family, you are the loved one. So you must uh, put yourself in the first place not in other words, not literally, but this is very, very important. Only then you will be able to deal with patients or even handle that stress for anyone for that matter. We got to be, uh, uh, I can't take care of uh, my kids if I'm not well. I can't be handling uh, any challenges or any situation or any crisis if I am not mentally stable or mentally healthy of it, right? So there are many other techniques you can get in touch with me if need be. I am more than happy to uh, teach or coach any of these relaxation techniques. Most happy to do that. Yes, ma'am. Handling emotion in critical situation is something one should inculcate in oneself. And one must remember that doctors do have limitations. Following this, Ma'am, we have heard a lot about community burdens on our repeated doctors in this pandemic. So accordingly, can you please suggest us that is it possible that we can contribute to effective healthcare by our broad mindness? And if yes, then what are the responsibilities of both common public and family to help doctors manage their stress so that it can in turn benefit us? Uh, yes, Anushka, yeah, as I said in the beginning, there are a lot of contributing uh, factors uh, that also includes our responsibilities. Uh, we also sometimes uh, play a very important uh, as a contributing factors uh, towards this uh, stressful life. Uh, one, on one, one such example is the, you can call it as a over-enthusiastic, overwhelming media news that comes into play, some or the other news, what uh, kind of situation people go through, the frontline workers and the health, sometimes it's overly underrated uh, and uh, what they portray. And then we can try to be very, uh, uh, I would say, ethical, to, uh, you know, quote what is needed and uh, sometimes it's overrated, sometimes it's underrated. So we must uh, know our responsibilities, where we stand. We all play a very important role in each other's lives. It's a community, right? We coexist and also we need to help and support each other, mainly our healthcare workers, understanding their uh, situation, where they are and how they are dealing and to the to the maximum thing that we uh, must be able to uh, empathize with them and uh, try and follow the advice and the guidance that's been given 
uh, whatever that uh, it's not a, a major thing to ask for right what what is possible by us and we must yes, strict, strictly adhere to the guidelines uh, not deviating and of course uh, media industry entertainment industry they must be able to uh, even government everyone everyone beat uh, as an individual common man or everyone as a country we stand together and to support so that they can save us and uh, we need to be able to support each other that's when uh, we can fight against not only covid or any other epidemic or pandemic or any such uh, dreadful diseases or illnesses it's it holds good all the time it's not only during this particular crisis but even more of course so uh, as a family i think uh, uh, they must be able to understand and empathize the moral and emotional support is what all they um, need uh, for your immediate uh, loved ones so that's when uh, you know something is going wrong something is not all right please help them to seek professional support professional help uh, that would at least uh, give them a lot of uh, scope and to be able to fight even more so that would be my thing rightly said ma'am media as well as each one of us must stand together and help them overcome their stress and finally ma'am is there a possibility of any positive outcome from these stressful situations from which our health heroes can learn and become more stronger to fight off uh, yeah uh, well um, uh, stress is always both the positive and negative uh, we also call it as positive stress and uh, when we are pushed uh, to a stressful situation that's when we become resilient so we build our resilience and to be able to come back and fight fight it out it's a fight or flight situation all the time so most often either you fly and uh, uh, you know you fight it and how you overcome because you build up that uh, really resilience within you and then you try to overcome and fight it out so how do you overcome is what uh, we've been uh, saying and we've been discussing so it is always uh, there's always a learning there's always a positive outcome when you are actually post and uh, post to a threat uh, threatful or threat like situation when you are actually uh, encountering the stress or the so called stress so how you respond is in uh, one way you identify and then manage your stress at the same time you what you learn from it and how well you can Uh, be equipped to handle that particular thing so that next time you are prepared you're uh, building that preparedness uh, and then you, you're finally able to deal and then fight and overcome so next time you know the next situation you you know what are the things that worked and it really helps everyone it's it's not that uh, it's always a, a bad thing or a negative thing that we call it as that's the one that pushes us isn't it so we get stress we we often get uh, caught in some or the other i mean the stresses are many and even it differs from person to person and even uh, the contributing factors are uh, different it is manifesting differently in different people so but the uh, underlying thing the 
bottom line, the baseline is what, this is the thing that pushes us forward, without which we won't be able to function well. If there is no stress, what a monotony, what a, a, a you know, boring life or something we call, we call even uh, that as a, you know, uh, that becomes a cribbing thing, a sulking thing. It's so boring. You need that challenge uh, and on a lighter note, uh, uh, I'm saying. So uh, that really pushes us, that really helps us getting motivated and um, become a fighter, helps, to, helps us to become emotionally stronger and mentally prepared. That's, that's what I would uh, say as a last note. Yes, ma'am. Undeniably, this is absolutely one of the greatest battles and one of the bravest fighters we have seen in this pandemic. Our whole healthcare team who has made their best day and night to deliver quality lives. Now, it brings me immense joy to thank you, ma'am, for still being an amazing part of our season and leading it professionally with more productive and helpful information on today's topic which I am sure many of us will accept the reality and show their emotional and moral support till the crisis ends. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much, uh, Climate team. Thank you, uh, Anushka and team. Uh, thank you for having me over once again. It's a beautiful and a very essential topic to be covered. And um, we've been doing this uh, since the last uh, four or five episodes now. Uh, it's also beautiful to interact uh, with people. Uh, I hope uh, people take charge of their life and not uh, take it lightly. Thank you again. To conclude, I would encourage our listeners to share this as much as they can so that we can help ourselves and others to eliminate the negatives of stress in all aspects. Surely we are in this together. Keep following Clipboard social media pages to get the latest updates on our future episodes of the season. I, Anushka, signing off for today with warm greetings. Stay tuned for our upcoming exciting episodes coming your way. Have a great time, Toodles.